What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. This episode is going to be a little different. This is actually a reading of a blog post I have written because I want to make sure that I'm delivering as much valuable content to you as possible. And if you only know me from my podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about my blog and vice versa. So it's my goal to just make sure that I'm giving you as much value as possible. Hence this blog post episode. Now, this is going to be read by Lisa. And to be totally transparent, uh, I was going back and forth on if I should let you know that Lisa is AI. Uh, She is not a real person. She is artificial intelligence who uh, reads these blog posts. But um, I figured that it would probably just be better to be transparent with you that this isn't a real person. This is an AI uh, app, but I don't want that to, I guess, cloud your take of this information because I picked this blog post because I thought it was really valuable and wanted you to learn it in this month when we're talking about similar things. So I hope that you'll be able to look past the sometimes robotic voice of Lisa and instead ingest the content. And I promise that we're going to get better with this and make it less choppy, but figured that it was best to just be totally upfront and tell you that this is my content read by AI and the goal is to just make sure that you're getting as much value as possible. So I hope that you'll be able to kind of, you know, overlook a little of the details uh, with her voice. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys in the next episode. I first learned about the Pareto Principle from Tim Ferriss's life-changing book. The 4-Hour Work Week. If you've never heard of it, it's a theory created by Vilfredo Pareto when he realized that 80% of the land in Italy was only owned by 20% of the population. What it boils down to is that roughly 20% of X will produce 80% of the results, good or bad. Sometimes it's amazing. You create this product that just skyrockets your sales and makes everyone start doing gladiator-style fights just to work with you. Other times, it's a hard pill to swallow. What if you have a regular customer base of 100 loyal people, but 20 of them cause you nothing but misery and make you blow your stress ball budget every month?
What do you do when you have a realization like that? I like the simplicity of the Pareto principle. Note, it doesn't need to be exactly 80-20. Sometimes it's 90-10. Sometimes 75-25. Hell, sometimes it's 51.23, 48.77. The point is there's an imbalance, because it makes me think about the output of effort in relation to results gained. The problem though, is that holding strictly to the 80-20 method can put blinders on that make you miss opportunities solely because it doesn't fit into this rule, or doesn't fit into this rule yet, so here are some tips for involving the benefits of Pareto without being beholden to it. 1. Take it as a loose guideline. I don't like to fall into the trap of seeing everything as imbalanced because it makes me feel like I've stifled my creativity, so I try to use the 80-20 method as a loose guideline when I'm creating products. Understand that some will be winners, and some less so, but I won't know which ones work if I don't try. In my head, it's better to give everything a shot, with MVPs of course, than to try and have a laser-like focus on only things that will avoid that imbalance. 2. Understand the lesson behind 80-20. I think the real message behind the Pareto method isn't that we should be strictly worried about which 20% of our products or services bring us the most income or results but instead realizing that there's a spectrum of what can define success. Maybe that ebook isn't bringing you 80% of your income, but it took you less than 20% of your allotted work time to write, thereby being a product that was quick to produce, allowing you to dedicate the remaining 80% of your time to other efforts. The ebook still exists, you don't have much more to do with it, and yet it takes no more of your time to produce or maintain. I'd consider that a win. 3. Use it to trim the fat from your business. The Pareto principle does come with some, real talk, truth to it, especially when it's finding the negative points in your business. If you have a customer base that has 20% of it making you pop the anxiety meds, then it's time to use that understanding to make some tough choices. Tim Ferriss had this exact problem and fired those customers from his business. 4. Use it to help celebrate wins. If you take a hard look at your business and realize that you have a product or service that's just blowing up, then it's time to focus more effort on nurturing that to gain more sales. Start a new sales funnel solely dedicated to that product. Run some ads. Promote it on social. It's a bestseller for a reason. So use it to champion your business. At the end of the day, the Pareto Principle, or 80-20 method if you prefer, is a good way to discover the imbalances in your business, but don't let it run your life. Use it as a loose guideline to help streamline your business and you'll be well on your way to having a successful product line. Hey guys, Megan here. One thing before you go, I would love to answer your questions on the next Q&A episode. All you have to do is go to meganbream.com slash askmegan and you'll be redirected to a site to leave your questions for me and hopefully get on the next episode. I do them once a month and I am excited to hear your questions and hopefully help you guys out. Again, it's meganbream.com slash askmegan. I'll talk to you guys soon.